and welcome to another episode of Analyze This, the self-help podcast that just can't help itself. My name is Hannah Hart. I am one of two Hannahs. And today, I am joined by such a special guest, I cannot contain myself. Uh, Jenny Lawson is here. Hi, Jenny. Yay! Oh, my God. I am so excited to be here. I listen to this podcast, and so... It you feels- listen to this podcast? I do. I do. Affirmation and... And spoon theory, and the, like I and I and, and I, every time when I listen, I'm like, oh, I know about that. Oh, I want to talk about that, but then I can't, and so I'm just like always eavesdropping. And now I can talk. Yeah, you're not just a casual observer today. We have put you in the blistering sun of the spotlight, my friend. May your <laughs> flesh melt all around you. back now um jenny uh hello i'm i'm hello. i am i am such a fan it's so strange i feel like i i'm in the position i find so many others in which is that i've i've been a fan of your work and your journey for years uh you've inspired and affected my life you know i have let's pretend yeah here it is let's pretend this never happened which i really just i really love i love this book so much it's like i've I'm not like a person that rereads stuff, but I've read this because I'm like, yeah, that's really that's good stuff right there too. <laughs> um, so, and we've never physically or virtually met. We've never had a conversation, just the two of us. But you wrote the prologue for my book. Like I did, because um, I loved it, and I feel like you know, I don't, I don't get out very much, and so I don't have a lot of like in real life friends. So for me, I have a lot of people who I'm like, oh, no, no, this is my very good friend, even though I've never met them. So in a way, this just feels like, oh, I get to see you again. And then I'm like, oh, wait, we actually have never physically talked. But in my head, we have a lot of conversations. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. You know, it's an interesting quality when you, uh, I guess it's what community feels Mm -hmm. like. Um, And I've I've been so excited to talk to you on this fine, fine morning, though it's been kind of a, kind of a bizarre morning, I think for both of us even. Oh my God. So, okay. So this morning I, my parents are coming, um, in uh, like a couple of hours and, um, Oh my God. Yeah. And so, so, and I, I don't have to like super clean for them because my parents are just like, they're very like, whatever. Um, but I walked into the kitchen. I was like, I'm, I know I'm going to have to clean the kitchen. And there were ants everywhere. And that's like always a sign to me that I've waited way too long. Um, so, so that I, that you shouldn't like, have ignored the one scout ant that you're like, oh, well, yes. One and, I, and I saw a couple like two days ago and I was like, clearly that's a fluke, not a fluke. It's um, never just everywhere. one ant. <laughs> yes. So, so I call, I call Haley down and I'm like, you know, come, I need you to help me clean and they're not used to it because like my mom never taught me to clean because she was like, it's too much trouble to clean behind you. So just clean your room. And, and, and so I do the same thing, um, which is not the, the way you should parent, but it's the way that I do it. And um, so I was like, come down, I need you to help me to clean. Um, and this is going to be good. And so, so I was like, okay, take the, uh, there's a, like a big box of Cokes. And I was like, take those and put them in the refrigerator while I start washing the dishes. And um, they had the box sideways. And so when they opened it up, they took a couple of cans and then walked away to the refrigerator. And then every one of them rolled out and sprayed 
I mean, spinning around. Oh my you God. Could not have made a bigger man. And the ants were like, hell yeah. Valhalla. Like oh, the ants oh, were like, glorious oh, future. I mean, it's literally sugary syrup sprayed everywhere. They're like, everywhere. little tiny droplets right? for me? For us? It was like we had put it in a little acorn and handed it to them. I mean, it <laughs> was just like, really? The seven kingdoms. Ah, here we are. They're inter- <laughs> like, this is what they were waiting for their whole life. Yes. They're like, you know what we're going to do? We got those scouts. You know, the scouts, they saw that the lady noticed them, um, but she didn't do anything. So, like, we're good. And then the ants get there, and they're like, oh, my God, we're so good. It's literally (laughs) raining sugar, corn syrup, down on us. It is supermarket sweeps here in my house. You've just made these ants just so happy, you know, just furiously happy. Even. Oh, see what you did there. See what I did there. Ah, that's another one of Jenny's books, guys. Uh, you know, this is it's me, super fan, mega fan, Hannah Hart, just here to tell you guys all the all the good things. Um, and speaking of being a big fan, your coloring book is yes. the only coloring book I've found interesting, useful, <laughs> helpful. Great. Like, I just love it. Like, because I, I do like this, like, um, I do this like tornado sketch all the time. Like that's my like occupation. Mm -hmm. Like that's my like, like I just draw this like fucking, like, it looks like a site, like a tornado that goes small and then it comes bigger. It looks like a sound wave, I guess. Mm. Like it's like big, 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 small, 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 big, 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 big. And, um, I've just always done that pattern. And so when I saw your coloring book and how, um, how expansive I guess it was or how like it just wasn't trying to be anything. It was like, this is a, you know what I mean? Yes. Like I just really appreciated that because good God, I've been given so many and I appreciate it. And if you're a fan who somehow has given me a coloring book, I'm also talking about what that you gave me. Um, (laughs) But, like, I've been given so many coloring books. And, like, I like nature, but, like, I don't want to draw leaves. I like nature. But, like, that's not, like, I'm not going to go do, like, a a forest scene. Like, you know, I mean, there's just, like. So, anyway, I just just wanted to ask you, like, you know, or not even ask you, praise you. I wanted to say thank you so much for the bravery. As someone who's a published author as well. I know that I imagine it wasn't necessarily like an easy sell or whatever. I mean, I'm just guessing. Yeah. yeah. Because it was weird. So so what happened was um my my second book came out and um in between uh the in between Furiously Happy and Broken, uh, you know, I, I was supposed to have had broken done within like a year. And I'm always slow. Like, it takes me like five years usually to, to write a book. Um, yeah, and, that's cool. Yeah. But like. That's normal, right? That's yeah, normal. man, that's so healthy. Are you kidding me? Exactly. You know, like you literally go from writing, let's like a book, like let's say between, um, and by the way, Jenny's most recent book, Broken, it's available uh, anywhere you want to order books. So please go get one. It stores everywhere and all over the internet. And uh, I bet on audio, Jenny? It is, yes. It's available on audio. It. So please support this independent artist and buy her new book, newest book, Broken, which is great. Um, but like, 
you're writing a book called Furiously Happy, right? And like, sometimes I'm like, did you even read the book, Scott? <laughs> like, right. like, I had an agent after Buffering came out, which is about the first 30 years of my life, be like, and the next? And I'm like, 30 years of my life? Right. Next what? I hope I don't have enough source material for another book tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. How much trauma do I have to go through in the next three months to get enough material? Yeah. So yeah, so no. Was... And it's like, and how much processing, like it, it just shows like the, the depth of the introspective work. And this yes. is something I did also appreciate about broken. Is that like, it's not bullshit. It, it like as a fan of your work, thank you You're for welcome. not just writing the next book. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so sorry, I yes. interrupted, but go go yes. ahead with the, the coloring book interlude. Oh, yeah. So, so, so in between, so I got sort of panicky about like, um, you know, are they going to get mad at me? And and people are always like, I, I've found if you're honest about it, people are always, they're willing to give you the benefit of the doubt. They're willing to say, it's okay if it takes you, you know, three years, four years, five years. But me with my anxiety, I'm constantly hearing myself, you know, going like, everybody's mad at me and my editor's mad at me and my agent's mad at me. Um, so while I was, um, whenever I get really anxious, I draw and I, I would draw these little sketches for myself. And I'm not, I, I mean, everybody's an artist and nobody's an artist is kind of the way that I look at it. And I'm like, yeah. And so I would draw these things and they weren't, it's not anything that anybody would be like, oh my God, sell that to me. But I would write inside all of the, the little drawings, I would write little uh, messages to myself of whatever it is that I needed to hear at the time. And I was sharing them, you know, kind of online. And there were so many people who were like, I really, can I print this? Can I have it? Can I was like, yeah, you can do whatever you want with it. And um, uh, my agent was like, you know, people really love this. We, you could do a coloring book if you want to. And, uh, and I thought, well, that'll buy me some time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then it ended up, um, it ended up on the New York times bestseller list, which was weird. Cause it's a, it, it, it's, it's a coloring book and it's not, I'm not a good artist. And it's just, it's just about the feeling really of yeah. the book. Like nobody gets the book and goes, what an artist, but they read I it and they go, Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, and yes. Uh, and, you know, credit to uh, the surrender and the like lack of control that authenticity um, demands. Honestly. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, it's so it's so awesome, though, because every t every time that that I do, you know, let down my walls. Um, and every time it's uh, it's a struggle because every time I have like, you know, imposter syndrome and I have avoidant personality disorder and I just I just always assume that everyone is always mad at me unless they are physically talking to me at the moment and saying, I still like you, that I'm like, no, 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 I'm pretty sure that they're mad at me. Oh, even then, even even then you think that they like you? <laughs> it, well, no, they're still in the back of my head, but I'm so busy trying it's to It's like, you're so kind. You're such a kind person. You're such a kind person to have said loving things to, to this. How kind of you. I, I, I like, it's like, it's like, I am rubber. You are glue, but yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. But every time, but what I do, I always get back so much more than I give. Like there's always so many people who are like, oh my God, me too. I thought I was the only one. I thought I was the only person. And, and then all of a sudden you feel like, 
oh, I can, I can do more. I can, you know, like people want to hear my voice. People want to hear what I think and, and they're not going to judge me. Or if they do judge me, that's okay. Because there's still all these other people who were like, you're important to me. So. Mm. Mm. Oh God. Don't you just wish that feeling would last and we're going to get back. We're going to get bottle and just want to bottle it up. Just, I would, you know, I could, I I would love to form a secure attachment to my own identity, but Hey, (laughs) what is anyway, speaking of identity, we're going to identify some more things, uh, right after this. Jenny. Yes. When I say I'm a fan, look, I have, you are here, right here also. Okay. That's the name of the coloring book. But again, all eyes on Broken, Jenny's newest book, because that's uh, the one they want to see you buy. (laughs) So if you want to support Jenny, get the coloring book. It's called You Are Here. It's excellent. Get all the books and go get Broken, her newest book. Uh, You know, I'm just trying to do do my due diligence. I'm almost ready. It's just such a good dude. It's just so great. Like, I don't even like, okay, I'll show you. I mean, how often do you get to show someone you're like, I colored this one. (gasps) It's beautiful. You're liking that? I'll take a picture and put it on our Patreon for our patrons to see you like that. It's so pretty. Thank you, man. You know, well, you made it happen. And the quote for this one is sometimes people come into your life just to teach you how not to become them. Mm-hmm. That's very 100%. true. 100%. What the hell was 2020 like for you? Oh, my God. It was um, <laughs> It was in many ways a nightmare, um, but in, in many ways really kind of great. So, so several things. So first, I opened an independent bookshop, um, which, you know what? If you really want to be successful, here's what you should do is open an independent bookshop during a pandemic, I mean, well, people just... are bleaching their groceries. You're like, you know what people need? Probably some used books, some print books. You know? That's what they. That's what they need. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah. We we basically ran for a year without ever opening the door. We just like, <sighs> like customers would call and be like, "Do you have this book?" And we were like, "Yeah." Um, we'll put it outside for you. And like, really, we'd put it on the steps and then it was, uh, but, but I, I, um, I started this book club that really kept us in business called the fantastic strange links book club. And, and I was like, well, if I can get a hundred people to join and we just read like weird, diverse books, then, you know, we could probably like keep our lights on. And there's like 2000 people that are members now. So they like saved us. Um, so I spent a lot of my time reading, which was really, really helpful. Um, and then the other part was panicking. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my, um, I had like a bunch of so many people I know died of COVID, including my grandmother who died twice of it, which, um, I didn't even know was possible. Wait, wait, it's not. Wait. Yeah. What? <laughs> Sorry, I was like, you know, doing the attentive listener and like, yeah. you know, you know, real listening. And then I heard what you said. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, yeah. hubba, 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 blah. yeah. So this was, um, this was fairly early in the pandemic it was before, um, you know, people were able to get vaccines and stuff like that. And so my, uh, grandmother who, um, I desperately love, um, but she had dementia and she was older and she was definitely like, like ready to, she had always like everybody in our family has, you know, dementia. And so, 
um, you know, my mom's going to have it. I'm going to have it. We're all just like, that's just how it's going to be. And so my grandmother would always be tell. Right? It'll be, it'll be fine. No one will know. No I one mean, will know. Yeah. At the very least, you'll be like just on some crazy adventure. Oh you my know? God. 100%. No Maybe one will just... have any idea. Yeah. You know? yes. yes. And you just, you really, you just revert to, to sort of your, your childhood. Mm. Um, and I never grew up. So I'm like, this is going to be fine. Um, and, and so, so my grandmother, like she was great for a while, but she was getting toward the end of the dementia where she was like, I want my parents. I'm tired of this, you know, kind of thing. So when she got COVID, we were all like, okay, this sucks. But also like, she's for sure ready. And and we were like, she's, you know, she's not going to come out of this. And none of us could be with her in the hospital because this was like the beginning of COVID when it was really bad and nobody knew how contagious it was. And so it was, it was, you know, it was, it was very, very hard. Um, and there were so many COVID cases where she was uh, that, that they could not even keep track of everybody. And so they, they called and they told my mom, they were like, Hey, you know, I'm sorry she passed, um, but you know, it was very peaceful and everything. And um, and my mom called, and it was right when they had just announced that for sure Biden won. And I thought she was calling to tell me, like, hey, Biden won, you know. And so I was like, I picked up the phone and I was like, isn't it great? And and she was like, Your grandma's dead. And I was like, What? So, oh. And 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 I and I was like, Oh, I didn't mean that. And she was like, No, 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 I get it. Um, but but yeah, you know, and and I I had made this joke because she's so stubborn, my grandmother. Yeah. And I was like, every time that, so my mom, like she called and she, you know, arranged all the funeral and she, you know, sent the coroner and, you know, did all the stuff. And my, um, my, every time she would get a, a call from the call waiting, I would be like, I keep thinking that's going to be somebody calling to say, nope, she came back. Cause she would have so many near death experiences, my grandmother, but never died. <laughs> And, um, and so then maybe like four hours later, my mom called and she was like, remember that joke that you were making? And I was like, about granny not really being dead. And she was like, yep, she's alive again. And, uh, I was like, wait, what? And she was like, yeah, apparently there's so many, uh, COVID patients that are dying. They couldn't keep up with all of them. And they mixed her up with some other person. And so she's still alive. And the only reason why they knew is because the, 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 um, not the coroner, but like the guy that you send to go pick up the body came and he was like, I'm here for, you know, joy. And they were like, you can't have her. She's still alive. And like, what? So, so then my mom had to call all these people back, call, put a hold on the obituary. Do So then I, I told my sister, I was like, she, oh my my, God, for, your mom's yeah. efficient. By the way, oh my God, she is. She is. And I mean, also, I'm talking within four hours of being like, she's like, my mother's dad got it. I know what we got to do. Oh man. But you know what? Y y things were very busy because of all the people dying. Yes. Yeah. Right? You got it. You got to get in fast. She was oh like, God. I, I got to get, I got to get this lady buried. Um, they should probably just let us start burying our own. You know, oh, they absolutely should. Oh, I have a really great story about that. I'm sorry. Can you tell that I have not taken my ADD meds today? You know, I am delighted. <laughs> so thank you for the gift of you not taking your <laughs> ADD meds today. That's fine. You can take them after. They'll be, you'll be great. You're doing great. All you're going to do, and I'm flagging it now. I'm flagging it now. All you're going to do is feel like 10 minutes after we're done, you're going to be like, did I say anything? 
Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what I actually do. And I'm telling it, you right now, you, you are saying lots of things and they're okay, great. Good, good. You're doing a great job. Yeah. I'll, not only will I do, do, did I say anything, but then I'll also be like, did I accidentally say something racist? Did yeah. I say something like in my head? I'm like, what's the worst thing I could have said? Did I yeah. say that? And then I'm like, I'm sure I didn't, but did I? Um, okay. But so then, so then my mom's like, okay, I gotta go. I gotta call everybody back and tell everybody that granny's alive again. And so I was waiting for her to call my sister because my sister and I had been, you know, talking and having these conversations and, and, um, like a couple of hours later, I text my sister because I'm thinking she's, you know, heard back. And I just text her just one word. I just go, dude. And she yeah. was like, zombie granny. And I was like, right. And she was like, wait, what? My mom had not called her. She had oh. no idea. So, yeah. But then, the, and then, so my sister and I were like, okay, she 100% has to have two death dates on her tombstone. How awesome would that be? Right? Yeah, so no, we 100%. Like, yes, yes. We you don't, like, it's actually not even up to you. You it's know. not. It's not. Yeah. It absolutely isn't. But then <laughs> almost as if Granny heard us and was like, you're not paying extra for that because she was so, I don't want to say cheap, but like yeah. she's literally buried on top of my grandfather because they didn't want to buy two uh, plots. Yeah. And so okay. I think I think she like heard that and was like, fuck this, I'm out. And then she died again that same day. She's so, like, peace. Yep. Yeah, she's like, nope. One date on the tombstone. Mm -mm. So mainly you can just have written on her tomb, you know, like on her grave. You can just write, Psych. you know, yes. granny out. Yes. Exactly. For real. Yes. Oh Time two. What a trip. I, I, you know, I think that on one hand, those of us, I feel like during the 2020, right? Um, for those of us that are already like independent like people who work from home and by the way kudos for trying to open like an independent bookstore man like I've I, I remember one time I went and I was like maybe I can like open like like a really casual grab-and-go like cafe market restaurant thing mm -hmm. and and uh you know I, I shared that with some people and they're like that's literally the number one business that will fail so I was like, but what if we stink? Okay, got it. Well, it's not really like, it wasn't like a dream. I didn't need to do it. You know, I was like, yeah. I don't need to go out on this. I don't need to go out and do that. But anyway, so kudos to you for for trying the independent bookstore route because I think that's just so fucking great. Anyway. It's fun. Yes. 2020 was fascinating because I think it really allowed me, uh, I've always been the person who, how do I, how do I put this? I really got a chance to um, like be sick in my mm -hmm. own mental illness. And I've mm -hmm. never had that in my own, my whole life. Like I've never like just fully, like I like fell apart because I was just oh, like, I was really overworked. I'd been burned out for years. And in the year of 2020, when I went dark on the internet, like I had a person, a partner who could, who had a job. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, well, what if I just didn't fucking try so hard? Cause look at all these people. It was like, it was the start of people being like, I'm, I'm really like a lot of stuff is coming up for me. Like all these people like tiptoeing near the doors of mental health maintenance. Yes. And then as soon as they could backing, running all the way the other direction, <laughs> Yes. you know, be like, <laughs> 
oh man, maybe it's not all about the grind and like thinking I'm better than other people. No, that's ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> good news is brand deals are coming back. Everything's going to be okay. And I'm like, is no one else watching? Like, the, what are you talking about? And so it was, it was that. So it was like six months in to 2020, seeing people actively choose to reject. And you know what? Everybody's on journey, man, whatever. It's impossible to contain so much at once. But I just really like let myself just, um, just kind of really be my biggest fear. Yeah. You know, which is yes. a burden, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I went full burden. Um, <laughs> but then, you know, Ella one upped me uh, by having like a manic episode and needing to go to treatment. So burden over. Uh, but like, <laughs> but it was, but I also think that like that shirt, but like it was really, it was really, 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 really good for me. And I guess that my, my question to you is because so much of your work is connected to your relationship to your own wellness, uh -huh. for lack of a better word, you know, or like yeah. ma maintenance even. Yeah. Um, do you ever have that like feeling like, or do you ever encounter like, oh, I don't want to get, do you ever worry you're going to lose your identity at all if you start to yes. like really find peace? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's two, there's two parts of that. One is that, um, that feeling of, because like, does my mental illness make me me? And, and if yeah. that is, yeah, like, and, and in both good and bad ways, you know, because I, I think in, in so many ways, you know, it can cause you to be so much more empathetic. You, you have unique eyes that see things in a different way. Um, and but then there's also another part of me that's like, you know, is this all that I am? You know, because wouldn't it be great to be able to write about how I, you know, I'm a, I don't know, a rancher. Or I, I'm a professional clown or, a, you know, like, like stories, that up, that right? Right? That, stories that aren't just like how my life is a clown. Other. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm gonna do that one. That's gonna be that's gonna be book four, book five. My life, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's you know, I, I it's it's interesting because I struggle with um you know because I am what is it called? I have treatment resistant depression, so that just basically means I'm always gonna be depressed. Um, but it doesn't mean that treatment doesn't work on me because if I'm like untreated, I am like I. I absolutely yeah. disabled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there's this, this constant feeling of, you know, I'm still doing, you know, all the, the medication and all the things you're supposed to do. And I have the, I have the, oh, actually I have it right here. I have my, my little sad lamp, you know, to like, I do all the things that you're supposed to do. <laughs> it's the vitamin uh, D. Uh, for those exactly. of you listening, yes, uh, yes. Jenny held up a, what appeared to be like a, uh, some sort of white tablet that has it, a bright yes. white light. The brightest. It is so crazy how bright it is. When Victor walks into my office, he freaks out. Oh, it's, uh, it's literally out of batteries. That's um, boom. <laughs> it's it's in the wrong place. You um, know what? You should probably charge your sad lamp before your parents come, just in case. I one hundred percent should. Um, but you know the so I've I've done so much work. So the the year like twenty twenty, I I fell apart. 
Um, I didn't do any of the, like, normally I would do, like, when I get really low, I do, like, transcranial magnetic stimulation, or I'll do, you know, like, major therapy, or I'll do, you know, different things. And I didn't do any of it because I was afraid to leave the house, Mm. and I was super freaked out. And so I just kind of got further and further and further. And so when I did finally, when I, you know, got the vaccine and I, you know, started to to come out, I didn't have enough energy to mm-hmm. even do therapy and TMS and, and all that. And so, um, you know, one thing that I did that is very, it's very, very weird, but actually you might enjoy it because you, you like me. Because you're a little free canny. Exactly. <laughs> a little, little experimental. Um, my doctor was like, you know, what's actually a little faster that may work is um, ketamine, uh, psychedelic ketamine injections. And I, I was did like, not think that that is what you were going to say. That's Are you telling me to get into a K hole, man. Are that's you? What, I yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I Medicine was not. Induced you, you, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. I have not usually taken off guard. Like in my head, I was like, don't forget to ask her what transmagnetic stimulation is and how to explain it. But I assume they put a magnet on your brain and kind of pull your brain, pull your, your brain neuro zappies towards different pathways is what I assume. That is exactly is. what happens. Yes. Yeah, you rebuild so you your neuro pathways and it's, but it takes forever and it's kind of uncomfortable. It's expensive. It takes it's like 30 days. It's not nearly day. as great as doing K, the tickets of ketamine. Exactly. I'm taking ketamine once at a club in London, maybe. Is yeah. that the same thing as the party drug special K? Yes, exactly oh. the same. Yes, oh, yeah. except except yours probably cost $20. Oh, no, no, cost- no, no. I only do drugs for free, man. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I'm not going to go well, out here. Someone $20, probably. It cost someone, a trusted person I love. And I didn't yes. anticipate it. Okay, listen, I present myself as this like woohoo person. We were in a club and one of my most trusted, beloved people who's lived in London a long time um, uh, just whips it out. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> let's do it. And so I did it. And then we just kept doing it. it was a great night. It was very busy. You know, uh-huh. she had a terrible night though. And I, but that really. It's so it's very hit or miss. Hit it's or miss. Very- yeah. So I, but like, it was great for me because I was like, I just feel pretty okay. Like, I don't feel like I'm on drugs. I just feel like not hopeless. So yes. I got your back, man. You can like cry or whatever you need. Like, I really <laughs> didn't feel yeah, that yeah. different. As long as one person is well, then they can kind of babysit everyone else. And and for this, the, you know, my doctor was like, this is, it's in a controlled environment. You go in, a doctor injects you with it. Um, like you're, you're sitting and they, they have like one of those, like those Spencer's lights that like does the light up on this, you know, and you just kind of sit there and watch videos in like Schitt's Creek or whatever, and just get high. Um, and so I thought it was going to be like, I had an acid like a lot when I was in, you know, in like high school, college. And so I was like, oh, it'll be like this. It is a hyper psychedelic like um, I died and went into myself and found the meaning of life and I couldn't see anything and like and I've done it six times six or seven times um and two times were the most nightmarish horrific things and four times were beautiful amazing but every single one of them I felt less depressed afterward even the and, and nobody knows why it works Wow. Um, so um, I, yeah. I have a catalog of responses. One, <laughs> man, there's so many versions of America. 
I hate the American drug crime culture and the race gap and a boost of our system. So that's mm-hmm. something that occurred to me. Because I was like, how diggity damn, you know how much better a place it would be if people could just like smoke weed and like take mushrooms or microdose or if any like yes. medicinal form of, it's like you're going to put us all on this like capitalist horror nightmare show. Like, what? You just let people get a little high, man. Um, so like that's one thought I had. And then the next thought I had is going to like the hit or miss of, these uh, radical drug experiences, like alternative drug therapies or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, like, <clears throat> you know, it's interesting. So does my, so we started talking, does my mental illness uh, make me less me? And and so first of all, to the, if you happen to be listening and if that's one of the reasons that's holding you back or does it make me me? Does my mental illness make me me? Um, is something that's holding you back from trying a routine or trying from really taking that step. If the very last thing holding you back from starting the path of exploring how to optimize your living experience or take care of your mental health is the fear that your identity will go away. Don't worry about it. So here's Jenny Lawson and me, Hannah Hart, both saying mm-hmm. that fear. Oh, no. Who knows, you know, comes and goes. Yep. Like sometimes yeah. I'm like, well, but like not as much anymore. Like right now, I feel like I'm a lot more balanced perspective, but I definitely think that that external pressure of this, of your identity being linked to your suffering yes. is not yours. Yes. That's not yours. There is so much more to your life than your suffering, your recovery from suffering, etc. You don't have to stay the same. You don't have to stay the same. Exactly. Exactly. You you are not your your struggle. You are so many different parts and you continue to be a different person and be and you want to continue to be like a different person. I mean, it, yeah. how much would it suck to stay static? It's, it's very familiar, you know, everything. it's like doing the same level of the video game over and over and over again. And like you can do that, but like you could also level up and chances are you might actually enjoy the next level more. Like the next level is not is going to have challenges, man. Like there's no like you don't suddenly flip a switch and you're a different person at all, you know? So like there is no way you can lose yes. your identity. If anything, you're like eliminating that you're eliminating the possibility of growth in that identity, but it's not going to disappear, you know? Exactly. I I felt compelled to like really put the nail, really say that one. Yes. Drugs. Oh, I should do another ad break. Speaking of, speaking of drugs and money, we'll be right back. (laughs) Right after this. (laughs) Quick post, you know, and we're back. Uh, little uh, drug caveat, guys. You really don't know how it's gonna go. You really don't know. You know, you take mushrooms and lose your mind. You can take acid, lose your mind. You can really, really, really damage your brain. So very easily. So just like be aware of that. You know. Yes. But, yeah. Be aware. Be careful. I mean, and it's the you know it's the same with with um you know any type of of treatment is very oh even medication simple, you know? too. You know, like uh, Ella. She probably doesn't want me to share it. I love you, honey. Um, uh, I'll, I'll ask her if I can mention it and then I'll cut it if she did, wants me to. Um, okay. Ella has found a medication, a mood stabilizer that she mm-hmm. takes and she's gained 40 pounds on it. 
Oh, I can relate to that. And that sucks. She works out. We eat healthy. I mean, we live in California. It's pretty like, you know, we live next to it, but we can get vegetables regularly. Like we eat. Did you hear my husband just say, dude, you forgot to move the monkey puppet? Because that just happened. That guy almost fell out of the attic. Jesus Christ. We almost had, we almost, we almost killed somebody in our attic because there's a, a giant six foot monkey puppet. In, and I, we, we have somebody that's working on the air conditioner because it's broken. And I forgot that I do have a six foot monkey puppet that I had up in the attic. I, I bet that scared the shit out of him. We were talking about something real serious. And then thanks, Victor. Victor's whispering. Sorry. No, it's, it's I mean, this is the reality of life, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what joy. What joy the monkey puppet brings and continues to bring. Little little does that guy know that this, I mean, how would I react? I would probably just be like, I got to go. I don't know you people. Right. I don't, especially in today's America, you don't know. I'd be like, what are you, is this QAnon? There's a six foot (laughs) monkey puppet. Like, is JFK uh, up here too? Is JFK, is JFK Jr. up here too? Oh my God. You know, it's community technology. I have this, like, I used to be all about, you know, I've always had these phrases that are like markers in my life. And I, um, practice reckless optimism was a phrase that I really carried for a long time. And right now my phrase is community technology art, and it helps me forgive. It's well, it's me. It's what I need to live community technology and art. Um, and like, this is like a gestation thought. This isn't like one of my like really great thought drops. This is like a, oh, no, I've been thinking about this, but like for real, not like I've been thinking about this, you know, <laughs> like I've thought about it for six months and now I'm presenting it. No, I'm authentically, I've been thinking about this. Um, it helps me forgive like those not like, or like ex- accept them, yes. not accept them, not justify it, not encourage it, not condone it, not participate. None of that. But I understand the spiritless loneliness vacuum that our society is you yes. know like this purposeless void like my dad's a jehovah's witness we don't talk uh you know no. we haven't talked in now like two years um but like people join cults yeah it's a cult mm-hmm. it's not like look at these wackadoo people that think jfk is coming i'm like that's a cult <laughs> yep yeah, 100%. It 100% is. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, I do understand. Okay, I don't understand that one. But I do understand why people get sucked into cults. Because there's something, I think, very comforting about, like, having other people make decisions for you. And, and I think, like, a lot of people have this feeling of, like, there must be something else going on in the world. And so it that conspiracy thing sort of scratches that itch of, like, oh, now I know yeah, the secret I, and I won't get trafficked well, or whatever. I think someone else making decisions for you is like, I think that's like religion or like man-made religion. But like Mm -hmm. the thing about like cultism that I think separates that is that each of them, like our evangel, like each of them is the leader. You know what I mean? Because of that's how deep. So like, that's where, you know, you're talking to somebody in a cult. I always like, yeah. have, Have you seen the, um, the videos where they'll like ask one person, like, so where was JFK this whole time? And then the person right next to them, they'll ask them and they'll have a different answer. And each one of them are like, and I'm like, you guys can't even agree 
on what and, and one of them's like no it's jfk jr the other one's like no it's jfk is it jf is there a junior and i'm like you guys don't even know what you're what is happening you know almost, for it's I, getting I, rid of public education i mean that's really what it is this is a long insidious plot but like it's you know it's that just because like if you if you don't like it's the way we teach people if you don't teach people if you don't provide them security if you don't community uh, access to community access to technology access to art like without those things you're gonna probably wind up in a cult speaking of cults ketamine's great what have we covered <laughs> um the oh oh so 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 is ella is she thinking oh yes into something else or is she like that it's worth it or well you know it's real so ella's on mood stabilizers you know and it's it's been really great and um you know we were like totally clean and sober uh at the end of 2020 for her mental health and just for my like regularity like mm -hmm. yeah just because it's like i'm like i can't fuck around with weed because if i hit a joint i'm just gonna start crying and panicking so hard because like i'm so scared so yeah. it's like a lot of people are like oh you can't blah 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 drugs to like cope and i'm like i can't do drugs to cope if something's wrong if i'm in crisis I can't drink, I can't drink alcohol. I can't do drugs. I can't do anything. I have to sit there and be like listening to my binaural focus tones and drinking soup and eating vegetables. Cause I'm like, holy shit. Holy yes. shit. I can do drugs when I feel pretty okay. I'm like, that's oh, fine. It was a Sunday. I can watch football high. That's fun. You know, like but that's, that's, that's my, that's my personal relationship with it. Like I'm grateful Thanks. that I'm so self-aware that like drugs and alcohol, if I'm in crisis, I'm like, this is not helping. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Ella's getting like 40 pounds on this mood stabilizer. And so we're going to do like the titrating thing. I mean, she's going to do it and I'm going to be here with her in it. Um, yeah. But we we mainly just joke a lot, you know, and yes. like that's kind of like the number one thing. It's like all things are acceptable and possible. And I don't know, man. Like, and I wonder, I bet you and your, your husband feel this, well, there's something about being with somebody through a mental health crisis that mm -hmm. is, I feel safe, like more safe in my home than I ever have. It, it makes, it makes such a difference. It's either, it will either break you completely. It'll either end it because yes. it needs to end. Yes. You know, or it becomes this like shared trauma thing where you get through, um, and I, okay, so so first of all, like on a side note, I had to take all this medication for my rheumatoid arthritis and it gave me what's called moon face. That's like the actual name. And basically <laughs> it's, you know, unsurprisingly, it makes your face look like a giant moon. And um, and it was so disconcerting because it like literally Like changes. the Smashing Pumpkins music video? Yes, it's like that. Um, and it was so disconcerting because every time I would look in the mirror, I would be like, that is not, that's not me. And it- um, and, and eventually I got used to it. And then later I ended up get, finding a better medication. Um, but well, was it helpful know, with the arthritis at the time, the moon face? It then? was a little helpful, but not much. It helped me maybe 15%. But then after that, I went to another doctor. This is why you should always like, if you have somebody and you've been going to them and you feel shitty, like sometimes you can go to another doctor or another psychiatrist and they'll be like, Hey, guess what? You don't actually have to be in pain all the time you can get on these injections and that's what I'm on. And now I'm in remission for my arthritis when before I was like, you know, I'd spend vacations in a wheelchair and now mm. I haven't been in a wheelchair in knock on wood, five years. 
Um, because mm-hmm. finally I found a doctor who was like, this is Put the, the monkey in the wheelchair. Just stick yeah, in the exactly. attic. Oh Take the God, six foot monkey. What would be scarier than a six foot monkey than a six foot monkey sitting in a wheelchair? Well, and it's a marionette too. It's not a puppet. So it's got the big sticks. And so, yeah, it's enormous. It's, it's it, a full size so I can dance with it. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. Somebody mailed it to me as a surprise. Um, just out of nowhere. Like it just, it just showed up and I was like, well, this is weird. And she was like, our opera house went out of business and wow. this monkey was part of the opera. And I was like, all right. Oh but, my yeah. God. But okay. So we were, yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, so, uh, so yes. Oh, so uh, with relationships, one of the things that I have learned recently, and um, I think this can be really helpful for people who, you know, deal with mental illness in relationships Um you know, it takes a really long time to, you know, get to the point where you're like, oh, okay, I think I know where you're going for. I think I know what it is that you need and everything. And, you know, Victor and I have been together 25 years. And after, um, there was one period after uh, I had done a, a very heavy round of transcranial magnetic stimulation where I was, I wasn't in full remission, but I was feeling much better than I had been. And I was able to like, leave the house and I wasn't feeling agoraphobic and I was able to do things. And, um, and all of a sudden I started sort of having some problems in my relationship. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense because I'm happier than ever. Mm-hmm. And my, uh, the doctor was like, this is actually really, really common because we get so used to being in these roles where, you know, he takes care of me and he, and now he's feeling like, you know, do you not need me? And, and it's, it, it, it's his gap. Helps. He has to fill for himself. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, you know, it's that process. And, and he's like, you know, the, in the same way that he helped you, you know, when you were struggling, mm. this is, you know, your turn to reach back and to help him and to show him that, you know, you do still need him and that it's, it's not just about like what you can do for me. It's about that we need to be together and, yeah. You know, or the it, parts of him that he hasn't discovered yet, you know, because like, there's exactly. a lot of security in caretaking, too, where yes. you can you, you can attach a, a, a proponent to your uh, an aspect of your identity to being able to care for this person. And I found that also like in my own journey with being a caretaker for my mom. And uh, and when you let go, that there is a big gap. Yeah, a big like, well, well, wait. What right? Like, wait, who am I now? Yeah. yeah. And like that, like that support and partnership, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear. And I think this is where kind of you're going is that like, it's not just about one person's growth or experience. It's about whether your growth and experience can be shared together and you can each kind of keep turning your gears together in different exactly. ways, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Which is hard. It's, you know, and, and I always... People are always like, oh my God, you've been married for 25 years. Like that, you're that's a, such a successful marriage. And I'm like, yeah, but like about every seven years, I'm like, we're gonna get a divorce. And and we work through it and and it's fine. And then about seven years later, I'm like, yeah, I think we're gonna get it. And so so when people are like, oh, I just wish I had a relationship like you, I'm like, but you don't get to see all that. Like, there's a lot of work that goes I into know. it. There is, there's a lot of work. And I feel like I can see myself becoming that like my my dream to be honest but like that fuddy-duddy old person that's been with the same person for so long and has been through it and has gone has really evolved together and being like hmm this oh yeah it's a lot of work you know and like 
I was always like, that person must not be in love. It's so unromantic, blah, blah, blah. Because I'm like a triple Scorpio. So I'm like very passionate. I'm like, this is that, la, la, la. And I have to say that this solid foundation of trust and partnership, it has opened up my life to more possibilities, not for, like not precluded them to less. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. It's so cool. I, I've never felt like, like I'm so grateful to the internet and to community and to the mental health community and to people like you who have, who have manifested like whose survival, whose coping mechanism is so helpful to others, you know, because I never knew that my house could be such a safe space for mental health and mental illness mm -hmm. and mental wellness. And it mm -hmm. is jarring to go to other people's environments and worlds and be like, so this isn't a safe space. I don't, <laughs> I feel uncomfortable here. Like no wonder yes. you have to go out. Like you've created, like it's, it's rough out there. You like, good God, you know? Yes. And yes. I like, I, it's true. And I used to think like, oh, it must be about like, and I feel like queer couples always have, have to do a lot of processing together. They have to. Um, and I, I wish, and it's like straight couple, like a lot of couples, you have to process together so you both yes. can grow as spirit beings or whatever, man. And so, yeah, yes. I feel really weird at like dinner parties where I'm like, so everybody here growing as a spirit being? No, you're <laughs> looking for work. Yeah, no valid. <laughs> No, I mean, who isn't, right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I love it. So I love um, it. You know, I, I always, I've always tried to sort of, um, you know, you're, you're supposed to to show the things that you want your kids to to pick up on. And, and, you know, the things that you show them, that's kind of like who they sort of become. And, and so, you know, with, with Haley, um, because my mother never fought in front of us. And so I thought that if you fought with somebody, that means that you weren't in love with them. And so it, it was very uh, hard for me when I first started like arguing yeah. with, yeah, I was like, oh, well, we, we need to get a divorce because my parents have never <laughs> argued. Um, and so I went the opposite way and I was like, I want to be able to show Haley that you can walk through this whole thing. And, 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 and I, and I'm like, I don't, am I going too far? Am I doing this? Am I doing it? And and then I was, and, and I was like, okay, I think, I think I've like modeled, you know, to them. And then they were like, then, then they were like, I'm a lesbian. And I was like, okay, cool. And then they're like, I'm a non-binary lesbian. And I was like, that feels like an oxymoron, but yes, I also support you. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and so now I'm like, what is that? What does that relationship look like? Like, I, I feel like, I feel like I need to go out and, and make friends with like non-binary lesbians so that so that Haley can see like, okay, well, this is what this relationship, and I'm sure they're going to figure it out, but, but there's, does, did it, you know, there's more non-binary lesbians in the world than you think, man. Uh, you yeah, know? Apparently. They're, yeah, they're, there are. They're and everywhere. Yeah. If you need an indicator that you have modeled healthy communication structures, here you have a, a young person that you've raised mm -hmm. who not only is alive, who has kept themselves alive, um, feels comfortable enough with you to share with you, you know, yeah. and has enough self-awareness and the ability to listen to one's own internal truth and mm -hmm. truth to identify those feelings. Like, so in terms of 
modeling good communication structures or go like any of that stuff. Like if I could just take a moment and reflect that this is how I hope every person who has can start relating in front of their children to their children, et cetera, et cetera. Like you're doing it right, man. Like you're doing it right. Thank and you. there's, you're doing, yeah, you did a good, you, and it's done now. Like she's, uh, sorry, they're a person. Yeah. You know, like they're a person out there in the world now and you're a part of their life. And what more can we ask for as parents or siblings or friends is to just stay a part of their life. Yes. And whatever happens next, you know? Exactly. 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 And I, I'm so, I just feel so like lucky to be able to, to watch it. And, and they're, they're like, they're growing and they're like, they're 17. And so they're right at that cusp of like, you can see the edges of the person that they will 100% be. And, but they're still, and they're, you know, kind of testing of like, you know, am, am I like, emo? Am I country? You am could, I like, it could, you could also chat, like challenge that too, because like, I feel like as human beings, like you can see the edges and I hope the generations to come are, are, are people we've never met before because we have yes. not done a great job up to date, like up until now, like society mm -hmm. needs a, a, a real shift in perspective, in culture, in understanding. And like my, I have a younger sibling who is also a queer person and I'm not, you know, they have their own spectrum identity and I'm not going to sit here and be like, and then this is and this though. I feel very parental and I would love to be like, this, you know, but um, I, you know, I can't, uh, but, <laughs> but seeing, um, and she uses she, her pronouns, uh, seeing her be herself makes me feel like I did something right. And that's all that matters. Yes. It makes me yes. proud of her, obviously, because I'm not like, Anna. But also like that fear of like, am I doing enough for this person I love beyond measure? Like, am I doing enough? Yes. yes. Check. Yes. Lines of communication are open. Check. Like that's, that's as far as you can get. That's it. Yes. You know, they're evolving past things we've understood to be true. Because I, I past things that we even will understand, you know, where there's, there's some stuff where I'm like, okay, I don't even know where this is going anymore, but I'm along for the rides teach me, you know, that's it. Dude. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's an age of discovery and it's not ours, but yes. we took our discoveries and did not make them toxic to the people we love. Exactly. And that's, that's it. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my I'm, God, I'm, really, I'm so glad I, we're having this conversation. I'm really moved myself, Jenny. <laughs> me too. But for, I've got goosebumps. Oh. <laughs> well, um, you know, I, I want to be conscientious of your time, but I do want to give you as a, you know, clear Hannah Hart super fan. Is there anything you want to ask me? <laughs> well, I think what I'd like to ask you is why don't you come to Texas and come visit after the pandemic? Maybe sometime next year you can come down and y'all can y'all can visit and stay. You can come to the bookstore and Yes. Are you kidding me? I would, I would absolutely love to come visit and then Yay. we can hang out and then we get exhausted and be like, I'm going away now. Exactly. And then come yes. back yes. and be like, hello again. Yeah, right. Two hours one day, half an hour another day, but that's enough because you that's can, you can say like, I'm done. I have to get out. I'm out of spoons. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, I get it. I get it. 
You'd be like, thank God. You know, I, I was wondering who was going to say it first. No, but I would, uh, I actually, you know, people are like, you should come down here. And it's usually like more neurotypical people. And I'm like, well, yeah. And I'm like, it will never happen. I mm -hmm. could not, nothing is worse than visiting someone who you don't know is like aware of like, sometimes people need to take naps and sometimes yes. other people need to take walks. Like, I hate when people are like, you're like, I'm, I'm going to go on a walk. And someone goes, why? You're like, right? Why? Don't get in my personal Fuck out business. of here. <laughs> that that is for real that's that's like a dangerous or the, or the people like who don't understand that you need to talk to their pets but not to them i'm just like look i need to spend some time with your cat give me 15 minutes just me and your cat i will come back and i will be recharged but it, this is just me and cat time okay they're like do you want to come sit and it's like oh i'm good and like laying on the floor with their pet i'm like i'm good I'm learning yeah. all about you, though. No, I'm kidding. Right, exactly. Um, Me and uh, Ferris Mueller are talking all about you. Yeah. <laughs> Ferris Mueller. Mueller. That's, Ferris Mueller. Hunter S. Um, Tomcat. So uh, I, I, I invite. So that. So what I was trying to say is that, like, I really might take you up on it, man. I really might take it. you up on the invitation because I'm like, I could, I could stand. I could do that. I could. Right? You know. Yeah. Um, okay, for those of you good. who don't already follow Jenny across all forms of the social media spectrum. Jenny, where can people find you? Uh, I'm usually at the blogus pretty much everywhere. Okay. And that's, you know, uh, because my audio quality is not the best. It's at the blogus. That's T H E B L O G G. Yeah. E S S. Yep. That's it. Two G's, two S's. Two G's, two S's. And Jenny's newest book, broken what was what's the tagline of broken uh in the best possible way broken in the best possible way wonderful uh is available in stores everywhere but i recommend get the whole catalog man get the whole whole dang catalog exactly. of jenny lawson's books thank you so much for listening jenny thank you so much for being here come oh back gosh, anytime come oh back. my gosh this is so much fun it's so much fun come back literally anytime awesome. uh, and you and you guys can hear new tomorrow. episodes yeah come back tomorrow it's great uh I'm, we have a patreon it's got a lot of cute stuff. Uh, come back, blah, blah, blah. And uh, you can hear new episodes of Panelize This every Sunday and Monday and forever. Love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye.